Welcome to the Healthcare Marketing Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to providing effective marketing strategies for dentists, independent physicians, and multi-location medical practices. Far too many doctors struggle to establish their brand online and consistently increase their new patient appointments. Join Lamar Hull of MedRank Interactive as he interviews marketers, doctors, and healthcare professionals who share proven healthcare marketing secrets. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Digital Marketing uh, Podcast. Uh, I'm the host, Lamar, with MedRank Interactive. Uh, this is Christopher with Ferrotech, and I'm uber excited to have him. I said uber because I'm, I'm so excited to have him on this episode, and uh, we're going to dive into a lot of different marketing strategies uh, just to add value and, and thought leadership. But before we get going, uh, Christopher, just kind of build some value, tell, tell people who you are, give some you know, knowledge and, uh, of your background and your experiences. Sure, sure. Well, um, first off, call me Chris. My, when I if I when I hear Christopher, I think I'm even though I'm 43 years old, I always think my dad like I'm in trouble with my dad. Or uh, yeah, but um, uh, yeah. So I started Ferrotech January will make 20 years. We're we're really excited about that. Um, wow. It's been a, it's been a crazy roller coaster. You know, two two yeah. recessions, a global pandemic, and you know, hills and valleys along the way, but it's actually really exciting. You know, we're, um, we're hitting our stride right now. Uh, while COVID's really been bad, obviously for the world, um, there's a lot of companies that are forced to go into digital now. And we've been, we've been in a very good spot with that. We're, we're actually gra- growing pretty rapidly right now. Yeah. Um, we kind of created a solution that kind of fits hand in glove with the challenges that most, um, practices have right now. Right. And, um, I think they've really gravitated towards that. That's awesome. So 20 years, like how, how did you get started? Like, like how did it un- yeah. unravel? You know, I mean, it starts out, you know, I, I have some of the, the stories on the, on the personal level of like why you start this are probably related to, you know, stuff like I remember like the story that's always funny to me is, is that I had a girlfriend in college and I wanted to build her a website to her artwork on and we had broke up and I thought this was my miracle cure to get this girl back. <laughs> that never happened. And I wake up one day and I'm developing websites fairly okay, but not great. And then okay. the demand of that turned into, you know what? I can't be the guy behind the desk building the websites. I have to basically find really great talent to do this at a, at a high level. Right. And then one after another, it's just every website turned into another lead and every lead and it just kind of started to snowball. But where we really started to get into a scenario was uh, uh, not a, a scenario where we felt like we were onto something is, so we would create really great websites, but people would say, you build a great website, but nobody can find it. So yeah. then we got into SEO and SEO was sort of where we really started to take off. But I would hear from clients, they say, hey, you know what? You build us a great website. We're on the first page of Google, but we're not getting the patient numbers that we're looking for. So yeah. like, what is it going to take to, to, to develop a model where we can actually measure conversion? Right. And so that's when we sort of started to really unpack, what does it take to kind of build a, a system? Um, and what I'm going to talk about today is the difference between a, a, a system rather than solutions. Right. And right. A lot of people are going to say they're a solutions company. We're a systems company. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And so as it relates to, uh, Ferrotech, like what, like what makes you guys unique? Um, there's, you know, there's a million market agencies sure. out there. 
uh, getting sure. to that point of uh, systems and solutions, kind of dig into that a little more. Yep. Well, a lot of times what happens is, is that companies get really good at one thing. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain this answer in two different directions. A lot of companies, if I'm just talking about, let's say hypothetically it's SEO, they're good at SEO, but they don't have a creative agency to make anything look pretty and they don't have a web developer in-house. And so what happens is, is they find themselves that they're just outsourcing stuff. You know what I mean? We worked really hard to make sure that all of our talent is all under one roof. So when you buy a comprehensive system from us, um, you're going to get all the critical parts of marketing as opposed to just, you know, us doing what we call silver bullet marketing, which is the idea or the concept of saying, hey, you know what, if you think that you're just one, getting on the first page of Google is going to change your world, you're one algorithm change away from losing everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if yep. the pandemic was anything, showed you anything, it's just like, you know what, like if you don't, if you don't have the ability to be nimble, right. And you put all your eggs in one basket, your practice could be gone. Right. Right. With, so like with Ferrotech, just, just tell the audience what you guys do from a holistic standpoint yep. so that we can understand all the comprehensive services you provide. Yeah. Let me share my screen. Do you mind if I do that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. All right. So this is our team started about 20 years ago. Um, between full-time employees and subcontractors, we're just shy of 50 people. Wow. Um, our system, we built, you know, over the course of the last 20 years. And let me kind of walk through what I mean by that is, is that in this system, we start out developing what's called a gap assessment. And the gap assessment is a three to five year roadmap to kind of, we, it, it, it takes us two months to do. We, I use five different employees and we take a deep dive into your practice. Yeah. And what happens here is, is that we're able to figure out what are the holes in your system? Where's the opportunities? Why aren't, why aren't leads? Why, are, why don't you have a system that systematically generates leads, nurtures leads, converts right. leads, and gets referrals? Right. So I need to know what that is. I need to know what your goals are. And then the gap assessment is your three to five year roadmap to 5X or 10X your business. Chris, Chris, can I ask you something there real quick? So what about, I'm sure you face this with certain positions, right? Where they're like three to five years or, you know, two months to set this up, you know, getting the assessment in place and all the foundation, um, you know, aspects is, are so critical so that you can set up the systems to get them leads and referrals and all that good stuff. But they're like, no, we need patients tomorrow. <laughs> How do you yeah. manage those expectations? How do you handle those type of clients? You, you better have a pretty decent checkbook if you want patients tomorrow, because I'm going to yeah. have to throw a lot of, a lot of energy towards ads yeah. Um, because nine times out of 10, if you aren't generating enough patients, it probably means that your website doesn't have enough domain authority to rank well in Google, or you don't have a social presence, which is even harder in the medical space anyway. Right. And so if you need clients tomorrow, we got to pay for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I think that's so critical to understand, you know, when having conversations with, you know, healthcare professionals or, uh, physicians or, or, or medical practices is really setting those expectations of, especially yeah. you right, is with SEO. If, if you're mm -hmm. a startup or you're a brand new practice or you're buying into a practice that's never done marketing and there's, yep. you know, 20 other dentists down the street, like it's going to take time. You have to build that foundation, set the, the right systems as, as you're going to get to more of, um, but also mm -hmm. just setting that expectation, understand it's a long, it's a longer process. It's, it's, you know, Rome's not built in one day. Yes, it is. It is. And I mean, you have to kind of say, 
what are your goals and sort of what are you willing to do to get there? And what I mean by that is just that if there's a book called Good to Great, and I don't know that you've ever heard of it. It's Jim yeah. Collins. Oh, yeah. He talks about developing that flywheel. So many companies that fail are always looking for a marketing company that's going to hit home runs. And I know that sounds great. That's so good. But you know what? Like viral videos are really hard to come by <laughs> and <laughs> right. home runs are really hard to come by. So if you are a practice and you're not willing to build that flywheel, like you're pretty much always going to be chasing your tail. Yep. And so what I mean by the flywheel is, is that we consistently develop content that builds authority, that basically generates leads through SEO and, and paid advertising and social media. Yep. But it's, what happens is, is that as your authority develops, your, the system is, generates more and more leads. So over time, it compounds. Right. Right. And you wake up one day and it's like we pushed this ball up to the top of the hill and now you couldn't turn it off even if you wanted to. Right. And, and I love what you just said, man, because what you'll see with that, you know, fly of the wheels where they'll, you know, you'll, I mean, this is with any type of business, but they'll jump from marketing agency to marketing agency. And yep. they just didn't build that consistency in the, on those foundational, uh, you know, strategies to help them grow, uh, to get yeah. to that level of, you know, a, a kind of a, a ball on the hill, so to speak. Yep. I mean, when you, where we're unique and where we're able to keep them longer is that we develop um, what's called a gap assessment. And with a gap assessment, like I said, it's that three to five year roadmap. Yeah. But what it's doing here is the book is it's, it's, hold on. Sorry. No, this the is book, great. The book is really thick. Like it is literally, oh, when wow. I say a roadmap, it's not, it's not a brief. Yeah. It's, it's systematically generated. It's, a scorecard and the scorecard tells us every single screw we need to tighten wow. to magnify your results. And so over the course of the three to five years, as I turn red to yellow, yellow to green, what you're going to see is you're going to see that the system just starts to compound on itself. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that's really great. But other things like that is, is that we will look at all your competition. We'll look at your keywords. We'll do a bunch of stuff like that. But what I'm going to be able to do in this, report is show you your ROI every single time that says, Hey, you know what, if you have come and you're working with us, every dime you spend, this is how much you're getting back. Yeah. And I'm going to show you in another part of the, our, our presentation about how, you know, your ROI every single time, every single minute. But at the end of the day, this is not marketing hunches. Right. This is data driven stuff. And what I mean by that is, is that eventually to get those results, it really comes back to deliverables. So what we're going to do in this gap assessment is we're going to tell you all of the deliverables we need to do quarter by quarter for the next three years for you to five X or 10 X your goals. That's awesome. And we're not get we're not guessing. We know yeah. we just, we know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, that's awesome, Chris, because when you think of, uh, you know, marketing agencies to really show data and to help, you know, business owners understand, you know, here's what you're up against. Here's mm -hmm. what the market, here's, here's what the market looks like here's what you need to do from a data-driven standpoint based on historical value. Here's how we're going to get you there. That's so important for them to see. And, and then I think you set the right expectations and you set, you know, that, that, that long kind of that long plan or that, you know, that, that, that plan that's going to get them from point A to point Z um, yeah. that will help them understand, you know, it's going to take time, but we have the right systems and, and 
processes in place to do that for you and solutions to your point. Yeah. Sorry, I just love what I'm seeing. So it's making me, <laughs> making <laughs> me my will turn. Good job. Gotcha. Um, okay, so on this roadmap, is this something that you bring in from, you know, let's say you're, you're engaged with the client, right? Mm-hmm. And is this the first step of the process for you guys? Yeah, this is very much the first step of the process. But in that process, after we've onboarded, we do something called usability conversion analysis. With that, we're going to put heat mapping um, software on your website to to track people's eye movements, their mouse movements, and how they engage. Then once I've done that, I'm in a scenario where I can look at how do we start to generate patient leads or opportunities? So one of the first ways I do it is through SEO. Yeah. The next thing we do is we marry SEO with great content. We have a whole lead nurturing solution so that we know that potential patients that might just be dipping their toe in this, in this environment might need a nudge to kind of make that first appointment. And so we get them into a HIPAA compliant database and we drip market to them. Um, We run all your social media and your paid social media, including paid Google ads. And then we do a lot of video development. And then finally, we, you know, we're also looking at analytics and analytics are a scenario where we don't believe in hunches. And so we want to help you as a practice make data-driven solutions. And so what we do is you might say, well, I don't know whether I like your marketing approach. And I'll say it's our marketing approach. What I mean by that is I'm giving you all the information possible. I'm giving the data behind our choices, but at the end of the day, it's your choice whether how we proceed, I'm just going to give you all the data. Right. And what it does is it, it makes it go from like a, a you and me to a we. And when we do that together, that's why we, as a, as an organization, we have a retention rate that's in like the high nineties. Wow. That's awesome. So this is amazing. And, and is this like, this is like, you can't get this anywhere. Like, like you give this to them for free or like, how, like, no, 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 no. This, um, okay. this, this gap assessment, um, transparently costs around $16,000, but it covers your first two months. Okay. And then after that, we have a retainer that's going to, um, you know, a retainer that we work and partner with you every single month to kind gotcha. of help you reach your goals. Yeah. I was about to say, this is just, there's a ton of value here. And, and I see why you guys are unique because a lot of marketing agencies are not going to this level. Yeah. Well, like, think about it, right? So you're a practice, you want to grow your practice, right? You know what you do? You say, Hey, Mark, marketing agency, here's my problem. We want more patients. Can you give me a quote? And agency says, yes, I'm going to spend two hours and it's cost a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm like, well, now you are a medical professional and you go to a cardiologist and he says, I don't like what I see here. All right. So I'm going to spend about two hours, but I'm going to need you in surgery right away. Like my point is, is is that you would never just like, like if you went to a doctor, you say, Hey, are you, am I going to get an EKG? Am I going to get a stress test? Am I going to do any of this stuff before you just go in and know what's wrong with me? Right. Of course the doctor's going to do that. Right. But somehow with marketing, it's like, yeah, I'm going to give you two hours before you give me a a quote for a hundred K. Yeah. No, that, that makes perfect sense. Um, and so like, again, to that point, this, I see why Ferrotech is so unique in its approach because you, you gotta be data driven. You gotta show them how we're gonna get to, you know, you know, no patients from online marketing to actual uh, qualified patients. That, yep. That's a huge difference, right? Like yeah. 
some agencies can get, you know, patients, right? Like they can get, you know, hits and calls, but what if that doctor wants, you know, just dental implants or some specific yep. cosmetic treatment or so forth? So I, I yeah, think so, is amazing. I used to work and do dental marketing um, and um, we still do, but um, we used to have these patients that dentists never wanted. They call them drill and fills. And what I mean by that is, is that a dentist makes money off of you, the patient, when you schedule your regular hygiene, you get a couple cavities and it's this long-term relationship. Right. What they don't want is like that client who um, says, hey, you know what? I have pain in my tooth. Can you fix my tooth? And you never see me again. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> yep. The, our system is designed to try to avoid you getting drill and fills. I need to know where do you make the most money off of a patient? What are your ideal patient personas? And then how do we find them and how do I market to them so that you get the right patient? Right. That's awesome. And so a good transition from, from that point is really lead gen, right? New patients. Um, Cause a yep. lot of physicians and you know, any business, the ultimate goal is to get conversions, you know, new business. So what does lead gen uh, look like for you guys? Uh, well, let me, let me kind of look at the way it would be from an SEO perspective first. Okay. Right. Absolutely. So from an SEO perspective, So how many slides are in this? I'm just curious. 408. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I don't, I don't do a slide like, hey, um, here's a slide deck. I'm going to read bullets. It's basically a supportive deck that as I talk, you start to see things, right? Gotcha. You know what I mean? So when I'm looking at this presentation, right? So um, I want to confirm you can still see my screen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can still see yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So when I'm talking about SEO in particular, right? The large majority of practices that, that we talk to, they want to be on the first page of Google for some of the biggest keywords in their industry. Right. And it's smart, right? You know, hey, I want to drive a ton of traffic to my website. But then what I do is, is I realize that, you know what? All of their competition also wants those keywords. Right. And so what happens here is, is that we need to be have to take a smarter approach. And so what we do is we use an approach we call VOD. And what, what I'm going to show you kind of what this is. We're going to look for keywords that have high visibility, um, meaning there's a lot of traffic to those keywords, but right. the competition is less and the keyword density, not the keyword density, the keyword difficulty is much easier. Right. And so what That's I'm going smart. to do here is I'm also going to make sure that I am going after the keywords that you can actually get because so many companies all compete for the top 20% of keywords in the industry. Right because they're not smart enough to know that 70% of all search comes from these four word phrases, these misfit toys that they just don't know about. Right. And so what we do is we help our clients get on the first page of Google for tens of hundreds, even thousands of words. Not only that, we find that those keywords convert bigger, stronger, and faster. So um, I'm going to return back to that slide. So what happens here is, is that if I can get you on the first page of Google for tons of keywords, using that VOD approach, yeah. I'm also looking for a tipping point. And the tipping point essentially means, hey, you know what? Once I've gotten on the first page of Google for, for a ton of keywords, I sort of earned the right to be heard in the eyes of Google. Right. When I've earned the right to be heard in the eyes of Google, essentially what happens here is, is that I'm able to go after those bigger keywords. When right. I go after those bigger keywords, you know, I'm gonna be able to bring traffic in an even sig more significant volume. 
Now right. let me show you what that means. All right. Um, this is just kind of showing the amount of keywords that we get on the first page of Google compared to competition. I don't want to spend too much time there. What I'd rather do is go and look at the analytics themselves. Okay. So in this process, we're only talking about this company's blog at first. When they started out, they had 63,000 people looking at their blog. We were able to get that traffic increase by about 1,611% to about 1,085,000 people looking at their blog. Wow. But you awesome. might be saying, well, you know what? Well, that's, that's great and all, but how do I know that that traffic isn't just unqualified crap? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great question. Well, once they got there, we were able to increase page views from 106,000 to 1.3 million. So now wow. I have them looking at 10 times more pages. But again, you got to say, did it work? Well, here's what we do is, is that just even in a two-year subset, we were able to get 2,911 first-time appointments, which we call conversions on right. their blog. That wow. turned into $873,000 worth of new revenue. Wow. What I mean by that is, is that 2,911 conversions times what they believe they would charge for a first-time appointment. Like, oh my gosh, I hurt my wrist. I got to go see, you know, a wrist specialist. That right. initial consultation is $300. So they made $873,000 off of initial consultation. Wow. So I don't get any credit for surgery. Right. I don't get credit for any of that stuff. Yeah. The customer lifetime value of all, like all the, all the yep. money they're generating, you're getting the initial, you know? Yeah. And so our ROI is based off of the smallest little denominator of how much money you make. Yeah. I'm not saying, Oh, guess what? I need to know the lifetime value. And um, you know, a uh, ACL surgery is, is $22,000. And I'm going to create my ROI off that. Sure. My ROI is based upon the initial consultation. And so right. like when you look at the website in total, we're increasing traffic by about 38% almost year over year. That turned into 44,608 conversions that turned into $13 million worth of first time appointments. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, so can I ask you a question real quick here? So like, sure. as you know, most people think SEO is hard, right? And it, it is, there's, there's so many different facets of, Link building and uh, content marketing and keyword analysis and, and, and gap analysis and then keyword utilizing keyword variations, long tail versus you know short tail. So yep. your your approach is really finding those long tail keywords that are very specific, and yep. you're converting those keywords um, at first. At yeah, first, okay. because I can't develop significant domain authority without getting you on the first page of Google for a lot of keywords. And then yeah. there's also some secret sauce of, we call it backlinks, which is yeah. like SEO nerd stuff for websites yeah. that are, you know, that are not, that have high authority that point back to your website. Right. So like if I can get a backlink, if you're in the orthopedic space from the AAOS or the Mayo Clinic or things like that, um, those are the things that also help you garner authority. Right, right. Okay, yeah, keep going. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the next logical question is people will always say like, okay, that's great. Well, how long does this take? And I'm like, well, if you have very low domain authority, it can take some time. Like for example, even in these low, these, these um, keywords that I'm saying that are uh, VOD or basically keywords that people don't know about, it still takes about 121 days for them to rank. Yeah. So I don't know whether you know who this, do you know who this guy is on the left-hand side? 
Oh, of course. Neil Patel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this guy, if, if you're a medical uh, practitioner and you don't know who that guy is, he may look nerdy, but that guy is like the Elvis of digital marketing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> right? I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Charges like $2,000 an hour. And he's yep. the guy who has enough time, money, and energy to, to give us the data we need to back up our approaches. So, Anyhow, so Neil Chris, says- Chris, quick question. That, do you use Uber yep. Suggest for your keyword strategies? We, I use $6,000 worth of software every single month. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, you know, it's, wow. Honestly, like I have a business partner who counts every dime. Yeah. And this every month we have to meet to talk about the bills. And he's like, how does this number just keep going up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe you but we don't charge that to our clients. It's like without it, we can't make the data. And we can't make the data. I can't make my argument. Right. Right. Yep. Right. That makes sense. Yep. But again, you know, the, the easiest words possible still take 121 days to rank. Yeah. The medium level, 304 days to rank. If you want a skyscraper, it takes a year. Yeah. Now you might be saying, well, I don't have that kind of time. Well, in the beginning stages, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to build a system and I might have to advertise until your keywords rank. And then we're going to have to figure out, do I continue to advertise or do I pivot that money? So that's right. why it has to be a system because if you just say, hey, it's got to be SEO, right? Like you might be waiting for a day that never arrives. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So with, okay. So with long tail, medium tail, high tail keywords, yep. um, like, like how do you, what, what's your, what's your focus with, you know, which keywords to go after first? Like, how, like how do you, when you create that gap yep. keyword gap uh, map plan, like how do you decide for a client? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the first things you have to do is you have to find out um, what are your key, uh, what are the key, not only the key keywords, but the keywords that are going to generate traffic yeah. plus your geographical modifiers in the yeah. medical space, unless you're doing um, willing to really travel for, for medical care, which the large majority of people, probably an hour is the max. Right. What I need to be able to do is I, first thing I need to be able to do is I need to be able to figure out what core keyword do I want? And then what geographical modifiers can I do to make sure that when people type in that information that, you know, that, it, that, it, um, that they find my practice over someone else's. You also right. got to get really good at local SEO, meaning you got to get all your directories set up so that your name, address, and phone number are consistent. You got to get consistent reviews. And then yep. you got to do a lot of the things that, you know, those backlinks are going to be essential. Yeah, for sure. With, um, I guess, pivoting back to local SEO, I guess with the keyword strategy for you, is it different? Like, are you still going after the long tail plus the location on the end? Or is it like, you know, you're looking at some of the main terms with that location? Okay, what's your keyword strategy with local local related keywords? Well, I mean, I, I think one of the things that I would do is, is that I would draw a concentric circle around your location. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna talk about a single location. Obviously, whatever I'm talking about here can also be pushed into a multi-location practice. But the first thing I do is I literally show my, my, my mile radius. I'm going to go and do exercises to find the, the towns or the cities that have the most population around them. Right. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to make sure that my keywords are really strong at the core level, but that I have content that basically services these local, these local entities as well. Gotcha. So it's, it's more of the kind of the keyword, um, you know, keyword optimization on the website, but you have landing pages 
for all right. those different uh, keywords, yep. the location added to support those yep. type of rankings. Yep, like knee, knee specialist in Downingtown. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yep. And so with, with keywords, you know, like how do you, like what's your strategy to show ROI? Like, so for, from an SEO standpoint, yeah. um, how do you track ROI from, from a, at a keyword level? Well, what I, I don't, I don't care how keywords rank. That sounds okay. really weird, right? I just talked <laughs> to you about 30 minutes about do they rank. What I want to know is I want to know, I want to look at your quality, um, the quality of the traffic that's coming. Yeah. And then like, what does that mean? And so what happens here for us is, is that we're going to dive really heavy into the analytics. Um, and let me kind of show you an example of that. Okay. Give me one second here. You're gonna get a dashboard like this and it's gonna say, hey, you know what? Here's how many visits, visits came to your website so far this month and how did it compare to your goals? This is how many leads, new patient leads filled out a first time appointment and how did it compare to your goals? Right. And then how many different patients were you able to secure and how did that compare to your goals? Now, after I know all that, I'm gonna be able to say, hey, you know what? Where did that traffic come from? Did it come from organic search, like you just said, through SEO? Did it come from direct traffic, referrals, social media, email marketing, all that other stuff? And so to answer your question is like, how do you show ROI? The first thing I need to do is I need to give you enough data so that I can prove it to you with numbers, not hunches. And what I hate is I will go and talk to a practice and they're like, we just don't like our marketing company. I'm like, why? He's like, because they keep telling me about Facebook likes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's not a Facebook like that pays the bills. It really right. doesn't. Like, I enjoy engagement as much as the rest of us, but Facebook's already rigged that game. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you got to pay. Like, if you think social media, you can do social media without paying for that traffic, you're kidding yourself. Yep. Talking about, I wrote an article and then Forbes wrote a very similar article and we're just saying, you know what? It's down to maybe one or 2%. So you went and got all these followers to your website to show social credibility and you think every post goes out to them and they see it. Right. They don't see it. Nope. You got to pay. <laughs> yep. It's called targeted traffic. Zuck wants to get paid. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. And then so, you got to, like, so, so back to that question of ROI though. So like, I guess in the medical space, how do you get access to the data or, or let's say a patient comes through the phone, all right? Yep. And that patient search a keyword in Google and then they land on the website. They, they schedule a, a consultation, right? But how do you track the data that that person who went through that stage of the funnel actually yep. paid money to them? Well, the first time appointment has to be confirmed on the web form. And that's usually where we, we measure that as a conversion. Gotcha. Okay. What we try to do is get our contact us form to connect directly to your EMR. And then mm. we have a software partner as well that does all of the customer service behind finding out how many appointments actually get booked. Gotcha. Know, all gotcha. of the customer service standards and stuff like that. And so most of the things we're talking about is like the first part of the bridge that generates the leads and nurtures them and, and gets the, the horse to water. Yeah. I've got a whole nother system that makes them drink and quantifies it. It looks at the surgical conversion rates um, of each physician to make sure that that patient gets to the right physician so that, 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 so that the, um, the medical practice makes as much money as soon as possible, <laughs> things yeah. like that. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Um, so, so if there was, do you have anything left here on this, this slide here? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you were trying to talk about ROI. This is one of the things we talk about with paid ads, you know, right. paid ads can be the wild west. And, and I'm not saying that all paid ad people are snake oil salesmen. I'm saying that it's very easy to do paid advertising and not know what you're getting. And what happens is, is that the reports you get look like gobbledygook. Yeah. And so what we try to do is we try to concentrate on four different numbers. So okay. this isn't, um, the first thing I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to lower your cost per click. Yeah. Okay. When I lower your cost per click, that means you're paying less in advertising, but at the same time, I'm trying to increase your impressions, your click through rate, your clicks and all that stuff. So a successful right. model still looks like gobble, gobbledygook, but you know, if you're a top gun fan, it's like, inverted you know right. what i mean <laughs> right yeah so like here's a, a, a this is not a, a medical client this is called the philadelphia insurance company okay the philadelphia insurance company as you can see here in red they were flatlined and they're just not getting much advertising spend right then just what we did in our gap assessment is we kind of dove deep into their advertising and what you're seeing here is is you're seeing a massive amount of conversion here because what we did was we were able to get into to make these dynamic ad groups. And when we were able to figure that out, what you're seeing here is, is that we were able to get their cost per click down to like a dollar 57 compared to $5 a click. Right. What wow. you're going to notice here is, is that as soon as we took over the account, this is that's error here is where we took over the account, the conversion went up. So what that's I did was awesome. I got your ads low and I got your conversion to go way up. That's awesome. So, Chris, is your strategy is when you say dynamic, does that mean just really high focus keywords, with, you know, as it relates to that ad copy? It is, but it's, it's a little bit more scientific than that. A couple okay. different things we need to do is, is we need to make sure that you're not, when you create ads, that the quality score, or essentially how well does the ad relate to the content that you have on that page? Yeah. Right. And then from there, what I'm trying to do is I'm always A-B testing back and forth to make sure that at the end of the day, what I'm able to do is I'm able to know, hey, you know what? This ad performs really well at this rate. And so what we're doing is we're constantly kind of sharpening the spear yeah. to get the ad groups focused so they have the right keywords, that they go to the right landing page, that the quality score is really good so that the advertising price is low and the conversion is high. Gotcha, that's so smart. So back to that question of like how soon, so like how, what expectations do you create for you know, insurance company, medical, whatever type of business that it is, how do you, what's the best expectations that you set for them in terms of when they will see a return on what you guys are doing? And well, it really depends on what we're doing here. So let me, let me kind of answer that with a little bit of a money question. Cause that's what a lot of people <laughs> yeah. want to really know. Right. Yep. Um, we start in the gap assessment, I'm going to tell you exactly when the ROI moment's going to be. Okay. For the most part, you start after we've onboarded you, it takes about six months to really start to see it being built from, go from solutions to a system. Yeah. You can expedite that with advertising. Like you said, if you need patients now, you can expedite that with advertising and email blasting. Okay. But nine times out of 10, you're going to pay more upfront because I have to develop really great assets up front that are going to bring value to, to patients. Right. Every practice has a contact us page. That's table stakes, right? Right. What I need to be able to do is establish you, Mr. Uh, medical professional, 
as a thought leader that says, you know what? The most important thing in my life is my health. And if I got to get my knee fixed, I got to get it done by Dr. Smith, because according to his website, he's, you know, he's the best in, in Philadelphia. And these are all the awards he's won. But yep. more than that, he's also educated me on, hey, you know what? This is what recovery looks like. This is yeah. what the things you can do before you consider surgery. You know what I mean? Right. right. And so in the beginning, I got to develop those assets to make the argument. Yeah. Then we turn on the system and the system is a monthly retainer. We are your partner. If you have a marketing team, we're going to be the time that you don't have. Right. Right. And then finally, what's going to happen here is as I start to show ROI, we specifically try to work with practices that think, hey, you know what? If for every dollar I give Ferritech, I'm going to make five in return. I want to give them more dollars. Right. 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 Yep. That's awesome. So I guess on average, does this, like, I guess on average for you guys, let's say you bucket, you know, a few medical practices, is it yep. three, six, you know, just a general sense, three, six months, 12, like when, when do you find clients happy with that growth yep. frequency based on the investment, the time? And, and yeah, I mean, they're going to see quick wins if they're doing advertising in the first, you know, the first 30 to 60 days, but okay. to build the system, it really takes, you know, it takes a half a year to a year, but I find that we have just have a really high retention rate because in the gap assessment, we showed them the exact roadmap of where they need to be. Yeah. And when they know where they need to be, it's like they, they might get impatient because it's money out, right. but they know that they're building something bigger. You know what right. I mean? And so we rarely run into a problem where we say, Hey, you know what? Like, like be patient. It happens yeah. specifically with startups, but a right. lot of times they know exactly where they're at because we over communicate, you know what, you're on a good path. These are the KPIs behind the goal and the goals that turn into ROI. Gotcha. That's awesome. So yep. and let me, let me show you, can I show you one last thing? Yeah. Sorry. You, you make me, you're making me think of other questions, but yeah, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> the reason why we have value, right. And you know, this too, you've got an agency and you know, like this is probably your bread and butter too. Is this that, yeah. Marketing is moving so damn fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things where I, if you bought a practice from somebody or your dad was a practitioner or whatever, he right. used to just have a yellow pages ad. <laughs> like that's all he had, right? <laughs> right. Well, that's very different from the world we live in now. In fact, you know, there's so much, marketing is moving so fast, but the client expectations or the patient expectations have never been higher. Right. They expect you to be on the first page of Google. They expect you to be a thought leader in your space. They expect you to have a great website. They expect you to keep them educated. They expect yep. you just, it just keeps growing and growing. Yep. And what happens here is, is that sometimes, many times I say, well, who's doing your marketing? It's like, you know what? We got a marketing guy or we've got a marketing gal. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so sorry to say this, but if you just have one, you're dead. Yep. Because you said a lot, man. Is this, I would call that girl Mary Marketing. It's a term I stole from HubSpot. Mary doesn't have enough time to do all this stuff, even if she had 180 hours. She doesn't have the time. Nope. Right. And, and to that point, Chris, is yep. there's not many of just one individuals that can do all of that well. None. None. No. My SEO guy lives and breathes SEO and he just right. like sits in a dark room and he just, you know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you got, I've got nerds in all of every circle represents a nerd in my company. Yeah. That would bore you to death with the nuance, <laughs> the nuance <laughs> of his craft. I love it. Right. 
But what happens here is, is the problem's not going away. There's one blog for every seven people in the world. So if you say, hey, create really great content, I'm like, guess what I'm competing against? Right. Look at all this content. That's crazy. Right? Every single minute, 400 hours of videos are uploaded. Every single minute. Wow. That's a right? good perspective, man. <laughs> yeah. You're, so you are a needle in a stack of needles and yeah. you're mad at your marketing guy because your stuff doesn't stand out. Right. Right? <laughs> right. And you're rightfully so. You're paying money. So what does that mean? It means that you got to have a subject matter expert. Mary still stays in your company. She's not going anywhere. In yeah. fact, she's the quarterback. But what, what you don't need to do is you don't need to hire another content person or outsource your social media or go find that SEO professional or, you know, tax your web guy or, you know, get another graphic designer. What we yeah. do is all of that stuff is all under one roof. You pay one bill, you get a team-based approach. Your marketing person isn't calling five different agencies and hoping that they play well in the sandbox. Right. So basically what happens here is if you compare what we do versus outsourcing or using multiple vendors or hiring, we come in at a deep, deep discount. This is a no-brainer. Yeah, it's, it should be. Right. It should be. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why we have no problem making our argument. You know, right. the challenge that we have, you know, as an organization is to be able to find partners that believe in their growth and yeah. believe in marketing. Yep. Because so many clients just want that silver bullet, not clients, I'm saying potential clients just want that silver bullet where they're right. just like, right. I, I just need a good face. I just need a good Facebook page. Like, but do you? Because right. if they drive traffic to your website, what does your website look like? Right. <laughs> you know, you see it a lot where like, you know, businesses, physicians, many of, you know, the, you know, the, the, the business owners that want to market they're like social engagement. Like I just want, you know, hundred followers or 200 or 2000 followers or whatever, they, whatever the number is, they want a certain amount of followers. But I'm like, is that going to get you more patience? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, like part of the puzzle. Yeah. I mean, watch this with followers. I mean, uh, I mean, look at this. Hold on. Like this right here. It's literally the, the article from Forbes. Hold on. The article from Forbes that talks about how Facebook is sort of lying to you. <laughs> like companies like Starbucks that spent millions of dollars to be the most followed company. It doesn't work. Like Facebook stock rose like by the millions, billions wow. by not showing your stuff. So wow. when you're a company here, right? And you say, hey, you know what? Um, I've got 3,600 followers and one of our organ one of our divisions has more than us. They have 6,100 followers. They're killing us. I'm like, right. well, you know what? When you multiply that by one or 2%, they all, only 122 people see their stuff if they're not paying. Right. <laughs> right. Right. What's, what's 122 people? No. <laughs> wow. That's a really good perspective. Yeah. Um, but Chris, I know I want to respect your time, man. Um, yep. There was like you have amazing experience. You, you brought a lot of value and a lot of insights to this episode. If there Thanks. was an agency owner or a you know a uh, physician doctor, like if they're listening to this, well, let, let's let's stay in the I guess the marketing realm. So like if there's a is there you know aspiring agency owner, what would be some advice you would give them as they're creating their agency? Um, I'm sorry, is it a marketing company that that specializes in reaching agent? Uh, the medical world or am I talking about literally like a, a medical practice? 
Yeah, sorry. So like, let's say it's a young entrepreneur, you know, he's got a few clients, he's yep, building yep. that that agency, because I'm, I'm pivoting from talking about like marketing and, you know, for, for the healthcare mm-hmm. space, but more so I'm trying yep. to you know, get more insights on your 20 years of experience. Sure. If there's someone who's creating an agency and they're trying to grow it, like what, what, what's the biggest advice you would give them as they're trying to grow their agency? Hire well. Yeah. Um, I know that's, I wish I, I, I wish I could give you a, like a cool answer. You know what I mean? Um, but my employees are the, I give the easiest job. I just get to talk. Yeah. They got to take the crap I say, like, you should see them cringe when I'm in a marketing meeting, when I go with them. Yeah. Because you're like, Chris, you're going to go a million miles per hour. And then I got to do everything. And so what I've done is I've, there's a lot of times where you can say as a company, like, you know what, really good team, but there's just like a total jerk on that team or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I built this awesome team around me where like everybody works their butt off. They all really, really like each other. Right. And we just don't have that douchebag in the company that just brings us down. Yeah. And what happens here is when the synergy of your team works, the clients win. Yeah, and so that awesome. I don't, I don't know how I far has got myself into the team that I have, but they're the backbone of what makes Veritech great. And it's the wow. reason why our clients stay with us. And I believe it's the reason why, you know what, like our clients are going to sell their practices and make a lot of money because yeah. you know what? Um, we, we figured out, we figured this thing out, it took 20 years, but we figured it out. And I love what you just said there, obviously the people aspect of it, but most agencies are not thinking for their clients to sell or have an exit plan based yeah. on the marketing growth that they've provided to that business. So that yep. just shows that, you know, your experience and your wisdom behind what you do. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, one, well, one well I think what we're finding now, and I'm not trying to cut you off there in the orthopedic space, some other spaces, Yeah. like five years from now, you're going to be surprised that there's probably going to be about six to maybe six to 15 companies that own all of the healthcare space in orthopedics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, all of these organizations are growing through acquisition. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They're not trying to grow this, this market independently. They're just, they're gobbling up smaller practices. Right. And so when I work with smaller practices, I'm going to say, I'm going to make you so valuable that when you do sign that golden ticket, you're going to be able to charge significantly more because I have a system that get, gets you a lot of patients. Yeah. yeah. You're already a good doctor. I just need to make sure people know. Right. Right. You know, and when I work with a big organization, I say, Hey, you know what? You need to grow through acquisition. What I need to be able to do is make it turnkey so that anybody that any organization that you begin to partner with or uh, acquire that we don't have to reinvent the wheel each time. Right. Right. That's awesome. And one last thought for you. Are you, are you related to Colin Carr? I am not. Uh, okay. Is that, is that from uh, from Car Real Estate? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a client of ours. Really? So I just interviewed him about thirty. Yeah. I would say two months ago. And so yeah. you have the same last name, and I was like, I Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I I'm the poorest car of all of the famous cars. <laughs> like I get it all the time. It's just like, oh my gosh, are you related to him? So like, he's killing it. I'm like. No, no. <laughs> All right, you're killing it too, man. You you you've been in the game no. for a long time. So I but hey man, I appreciate you joining the healthcare digital marketing podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to have you on and get this out to the you know to the public. Um if anyone wants to contact you, whether it's a marketer or a physician, how do they reach yep. you? Um 
you can email me. Um, you can even, I'll give you my personal email address, which is ccar at farotech.com. But you can also go to our website, which is farotech.com. Um, if you're in orthopedics, we also have orthopedicsmarketing.com as well. Awesome. And, yep. and guys, we'll include his information in the uh, description of this episode as well. Again, I'm yeah. Lamar with uh, MedRank Interactive. Uh, this is the Healthcare Digital Marketing Podcast. Chris uh, with Ferrotech, thank you again for your time. This is awesome, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, absolutely. All right, great.